Today is Friday, October 6th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Quince. Quince items are priced from 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Go to quince.com slash morning for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. Let's get Donald Trump's legal drama out of the way so that we can get on with our three-day weekend. Yesterday, Donald's attorneys filed a 52-page motion to dismiss the federal election interference case brought by the DOJ. The filing argues that he has, quote, absolute immunity from criminal prosecution for actions performed within the outer perimeter of his official responsibility, claiming that he was actually trying to address election integrity in the scope of his duties as president. Yeah, like Elon Musk was trying to address free speech and Jeffrey Epstein, child trafficking. Meanwhile, at his civil fraud trial in New York, Judge Arthur Engron issued an order yesterday that will carry out his pretrial ruling that will put the Trump's companies into receivership and strip the former president and his family of their business certificates in New York. Now his attorneys have until October 26th to submit a list of potential receivers, one of whom will be chosen by a court-appointed monitor to oversee the dissolution of Trump's businesses and their licenses. Thursday's motion restricts the Trumps from moving any money into or out of their New York companies, or from starting any new business entities in an attempt to move the New York company's assets before they can be dissolved. It only took like 70 years, but finally, someone in a position of authority has caught on to his tricks. While we are on the fraud beat, it has been a few weeks since we've heard about the legal foibles of the congressman who calls himself George Santos. But today we have an update. His ex-campaign treasurer and veteran Long Island Republican operative Nancy Marks pleaded guilty yesterday in federal court to an unspecified felony in connection with the federal investigation into George Santos. That would be the one with the 13 counts of money laundering and lying to Congress. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office declined to say what Marx is being charged for, but she is the second person involved with Santos's campaign, besides himself, to face charges. In case you've already forgotten about the first, it was a former Santos fundraiser named Sam Miele, who was indicted on federal charges for impersonating Kevin McCarthy's chief of staff in an effort to raise money. Well, that story is aging like Ramona Singer. And by that, I mean incredibly well. The Monopoly lawsuit that was filed by the Federal Trade Commission against Amazon last week is making headlines before the trial has even begun. According to redacted portions of the lawsuit, the company developed a highly secret strategy known as Project Nessie, that would test how much it could raise prices while still staying lower than competitors and would adjust their prices on specific products in line with how their competitors did, while remaining just a slight amount lower, thus removing price competition from the market and enabling them to drive prices up. The FTC cites Project Nessie as evidence of Amazon's monopolistic influence on consumer prices, which not only drove prices up across the board, but estimates that the company made more than a billion dollars in revenue through use of this algorithm. This technology, coupled with Amazon's policy that sellers cannot offer their products at cheaper rates outside of Amazon, resulted in overall inflation of retail prices. And the lawsuit estimates that the company takes half of every dollar that sellers earn on the platform. Just to be clear though, Amazon needs these sellers too. More than 60% of Amazon's retail sales come from third-party sellers. 
In response, a spokesperson from Amazon said that Project Nessie was a tool to stop their price matching from resulting in unusual outcomes where prices would become so low that they were unsustainable, and that this was scrapped in 2019 when it didn't work as intended. Then why keep it such a secret? It may be getting darker earlier, but based on the temperature and strike activity, it is still the summer. Approximately 75,000 healthcare workers from Kaiser Permanente facilities went on a planned three-day strike on Wednesday in what is the largest walkout ever in the U.S. healthcare sector. The strike is an attempt to put pressure on Kaiser, one of the largest medical employers in the U.S., to reach an agreement on a new contract that would increase pay to keep up with the cost of living, as well as institute a $25 per hour minimum wage for all healthcare workers and a reformed bonus structure. The union also insists that Kaiser hires 10,000 new healthcare workers to fill current post-pandemic vacancies, as well as fix broken hiring processes that are preventing staffing, including making investments in education and training, and a diminished use of third-party contractors. It's like nobody wants to work for no money anymore. And finally for today, the FDA issued draft guidance to pharmaceutical companies earlier this week, urging them to develop treatments for stimulant use disorder to address addiction to cocaine, meth, and prescription stimulants, whose use has surged in recent years. The agency said it's open to other measures of a treatment's effectiveness besides abstinence from drug use, and that some treatments may be eligible for expedited approval pathways. They also strongly recommended that trial sponsors provide behavioral treatment to all participants of treatment trials. Am I correctly understanding that Big Pharma could someday be funding people's therapy? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media, and thanks again to our partner, Quince. Let me just say that I have not been this big of a fan of a clothing brand in a long, long time. They have become my go-to replacement for a certain store with a notoriously confusing website, And if you're looking to upgrade your staples without breaking the bank, Quince is your new best friend. Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings to us. Go to quince.com slash morning for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Until Tuesday, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.